Hello and welcome to Almost 30 Podcast. Hi everybody, it's Lindsay and Krista. Thank you for being here. We're all friends here. We're all friends we here. We party We're together. We support you. And we <laughs> laugh and we like to go deep. Welcome to the show. Thank you for choosing Almost 30 as your podcast of choice today, whether you're on a walk or in the car or cleaning the house. It is really great to be together. We've been doing this thing for about six years. We have a community membership. We do courses and programs, and we're here to support you in your evolution. Yeah, it's the best. And we're really excited about conversation today with Queen Afua. And our goal is really to bring on guests who pique our curiosity, who help us to learn and grow in perspective and experience and yeah, help us to also have self-inquiry. You know, I feel like that's so important and something that I feel like really kicked up a notch for me when we started this podcast, Mm -hmm. just the self-inquiry post-conversation. So that's our hope, our hope for you all. Yeah, and Queen Afua, we were introduced to her from Bess on her team, who's been with us for a few years now, which was an amazing connection. And then also our friend Debbie Brown, who works with Queen Afua. She's doing a retreat with Queen Afua this fall. She's kind of been in our in our mm-hmm. atmosphere, and it was really good to finally sit down with Queen and just laugh. Like we had so much fun (laughs) laughing. From the moment she walked in and I knew it, I knew it leading up to when she came. I was like, oh, this is going to be like just this surge of just really fun, connected energy. And it was, and she's just such a literal light beam. Light beam. (laughs) Just moves about the world and the earth with such like joy and laughter and she is a best-selling author. She's a holistic health practitioner. She's a wellness coach. She's really a pioneer in the green foods movement. She's the author of five best-selling books, the creator of the Heal Thyself product line. She's the founder of Sacred Woman Rites of Passage program and a CEO of the Queen Afua Wellness Center. And she's really here to help people fight diseases with plant-based medicine, self-care, holistic, healthy choices, and an empowering lifestyle. So really a lot of things that we are about. And it was powerful to talk about her journey of healing, you Mm -hmm. know, really coming to this place where she was someone that had a lot of chronic illnesses. She had eczema, asthma, and she was able to heal herself and now is teaching everyone in her community and millions of women all over the world, men and children, about her practices. Yeah. And this is the type of episode that, and I love these, where there were so many nuggets where I'm like, I'm never going to forget that. Yes. I'm never, ever, ever going to forget that. Um, So she's sharing very tactical ways in which we can uh, not only detoxify the body, but also keep it incredibly clear on a day-to-day basis. So not only your food and nourishment in that way, but she describes it, for instance, her bath practice, which was really inspiring to me, where not only is it a way to relax, but it's also a way to bring life back to the body, Um, ways in which she just massages her body in the bath, what she puts in the bath and how she just infuses these practices with intention and it's completely changed her life. So I was like, I was furiously, furiously writing to integrate We were talking about that. She also talks about elevating your legs. I know, number one. (laughs) Never forget, which is like a very yogic practice. You know, she was talking about that and the support you can give for your circulation, for your joints, for your limbs, for just your organs to have a break from feeling and being in the same position all the time. So what I love about when we talk to people like her is that all of the practices are very approachable for Mm -hmm. people. And I think that's been an interesting trend with even our podcast. You know, 
you go through these phases within health and wellness and nutrition and even in life where it's like, okay, do all of the things, try all of the things, do all of the things that are expensive, do all the things that are outside of you. And then it always comes back to the simplest things. The simplest It always comes back to nature, movement, connection, you know, good water, good food, Mm self-care in the simplest ways. It's always just so simple. And so it's been an interesting trajectory for us to come back to that and have people like her where it feels very simple. It feels very integrated. I also loved really talking about her impeccable listening, um, which is a book that she wrote. And the impeccable listening is really about asking source, God, creator, most high, and then listening and then acting. And I think in our community and what I notice with people that I'm surrounded by is we have a lot of acting but we don't have a lot of asking and listening. And I think people are doing all the things. We're hustling. You have the side hustles. You know, you are on your personal growth journey, I'm assuming, because you're listening to the show. And we are doing so much, but how often are we asking clearly from source, from God, from whoever, you know, you work with what we want and then really listening to the answer? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think the listening really takes stillness. It takes the ability to pause on consumption of other things, the social media or TV or outsourcing to friends or what have you. I think it really takes that that sincere pause, which I think is challenging. For, that's challenging for me a lot of the time, but it's a practice. And she emphasized this where it is a practice of doing this every single day, every single morning, waking up, showing gratitude for your guides, your ancestors for most high and then asking a simple question for the day. It could be as simple as, you know, how am I to serve today? Mm -hmm. And it's really beautiful to collaborate with life in this way, to have this almost living conversation with source rooted in that initial question at the start of your day. So I really love that too, because again, it is so simple and maybe so simple that you're like, I don't don't think that's true. I don't think that's going to work. Let's try it. <laughs> Let's yes. try it consistently and see how it just, it shifts. It's that little shift that has such a big effect on so many things. Yes. Our resistance to the simple is mm-hmm. so interesting. It's very real. Very real. We try and complicate everything. I it's know. so simple. I know. So simple. So her book, Impeccable Listening, you can get, and then also Sacred Woman, which are incredible, but she has three others in addition to that. You can find her on Instagram at Queen Afua. That's Queen A-F-U-A. And then queenafua.com. Lindsay and I are going to do her 21-day detox. Cannot wait. Cannot I'm wait. So I'm ready to blast off. <laughs> I just like trying all the things. Same. I just, I'm super open. I want to explore. I want to see what's up. Yeah. I want to I want to just try it out. So we'll keep you posted on the 21 Day Detox and see how we go. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to Almost 30. Thank you for subscribing, for reviewing, for being a part of our lives and community. You can find more at almost30.com. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Almost 30 Podcast. We're on YouTube, so you can watch our channel there and all the videos with the amazing people like Queen. And we have 500 plus episodes you can dig into. So make sure you subscribe. And I'm sure there's something in there for you. Yeah. Thank you all so, so much. Enjoy this one and we will see you on the other side. We'll see you soon. (laughs) What everyone wants to hear when you say their chart. Oh, you got a lot going on. (laughs) Wait, let let, let us guess yours. Cancer. That's a great one, but no. No. Okay, hold on. No, no, don't say. (laughs) I know. She's been good at this lately. Leo. How you know that? How you know it? (laughs) How did you know it? Because I know, you guys, i not kidding. I used to do this and every time I would get it wrong and now I hit 100% every time. 
I knew it. Because you're a queen. Is that what it is? Leos are very yes. queenly. Oh, okay. okay. And you mm-hmm. got that golden. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Say no more. Wow. <laughs> Y'all bring out the laughter in me. Mm-mm. We're ready to laugh, it. baby. I love it. Laughter is medicine. Yes. Sure is. I wanna so you mentioned you felt the vortex in here. So what did what did you feel? Well, I felt I was going into another dimension. Yes. That's and, and I am in that dimension. I felt it. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So you got Leo and I got Vortex. Yep. We're in tune. Yeah. We're in tune. Because, mm-hmm. and what's interesting about th- this Vortex that we're yeah. in, in this room, is that you have to be, you have to ground. Like it, it's, it, for some people, it can really sweep them up and you can really get yeah. lost. Because there's like, right when we start, there's like, <sighs> there are times when we'll be in the Vortex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we forget to bring the guest. <laughs> and we're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, honestly. We're like, let's, uh, yeah, literally. what's a grounded question? What's your favorite color? Yeah, <laughs> Say your name three times to come back into space. <laughs> I want to go out, though. I want to go. This is like going out in. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. I feel so at home. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm good. On the way in, I said, oh, um, okay, this is exciting. Yes. Oh, oh we're yes. so grateful you're here. Mm-hmm. We've been looking forward to mm-hmm. this for so long and um, we're such fans of your work and just excited to dig into conversation with you and have fun and laugh and introduce our audience to you if they don't know you already I'm sure they do I would love to start and you know I know your story a little bit but even just going back to your journey before you were queen you know mm-hmm. we have people in our audience that are in early 20s and you know beyond but just kind of like grounding them in the person that you were before you evolved into being queen oh i know her well well there was two things i was an artist an active i'm an artist now no one knows it though <laughs> well we know it i feel like I your mean, presence is art i tie function actually yeah. and so my work my life was to be a dancer so I took various forms of dance, Brazilian dance, Haitian dance, African dance, modern dance, jazz. And then I was got very sick in the mist. I was a teenager. I, did, I had a dance company at, at age 15. And I was very community orientated, but I had got an asthma attack. The asthma kicked in and my life shifted. And my asthma would be so intense that I would have to sit up in the evenings, oftentimes with pillows in order to breathe, to get to the next day. But I learned about the sun in the process because I, the whole night I would be wheezing and I'm sitting up and I'm functioning, sitting up, wheezing. Because if I'd have laid down, my lungs could have collapsed. So when the sun would start to come up, my lungs would start to open up. That's when I started having a connection with nature. And I said, wow, I just had to get to the next day. And the sun would help me. So the asthma was a part of my life. And then the, the I got eczema. It was everything at the same time. My whole body was filled with mm-hmm. rash. I was always scratching. It was a combination of scratching and wheezing and during my menstrual flow, pain. <laughs> so I had chronic pain, scratching, wheezing, headaches, a bit of arthritis, and I'm trying to be an artist. <laughs> this is not working. Mm-hmm. It was a mess. But I was eating an all-American fast food lifestyle. And my family always, they, back in the day, the people, some folks who were into food, canned food, frozen food, they would come to the house and give you all the packages that you could have. So we had a giant refrigerator and a freezer. It was all this dead food. And I was living off of that. Mm. 
So anyway, um, I was invited to go on a healing retreat. Changed my life. And within less than 24 hours, my whole life shifted. I got on the bus upstate from Harlem. I was not a vegetarian. I knew nothing about changing my diet except a little bit of back to eating. And then I went up here and I got off the bus. I didn't take my medication. And I was sitting by my mother's piano. And, and at that moment, I just kind of forgot that I needed medication because I was on my way to go to this retreat. I got off the bus. The trees, the grass, the wheezing kicked in. The hay fever, the allergies. And I got into the cafeteria where I put my suitcase down. And I said, what am I going to do? I was embarrassed about being sick. I don't go to the people. What am I going to do? And that was the first question. What am I going to do? I heard it. That's when my intuition kicked in. And I, I didn't know it was intuition, but I was desperate. Mm. <laughs> and I was given a formula to help me eat grapefruits, lemons, and oranges. So I looked to the left. Boom. <laughs> it was a, a grapefruits and oranges and lemons in a bowl. And it was also rose hips tea. So I went there and I just started peeling the grapefruit. And then I had the rose hips and put the lemon in. And I was drinking, but I was still wheezing. And then I went to another room and I heard this master herbalist. I learned he was a master herbalist later. Dr. Johnny Moore, he's now an ancestor. He passed. But he would talk about these plants and the medicine in the plants. And I said, wow, this is amazing. He's talking about miracle stories to me. People can get well and be healed. So I only heard him that day because I was caught up in my own sickness. That night, when everyone went to bed, I didn't mention that I wasn't going to go to my bedroom. I just propped up my pillows. There was a fireplace. So the fire, I learned later on that that was my first sweat lodge. Since then, I've done a lot of Native American sweat lodges. So now that was my first fast. I was clueless that I was fasting. I was clueless that I was detoxing. And I didn't know I was in the sweat lodge. And so while that night was happening, I was sleeping. The heat was coming. I woke up the next day, went into the ladies' room. One hour, mucus came out of my nose, my mouth, my eyes. One hour, all this phlegm. And I came out that bathroom with my lungs. Took a deep breath. It was on my own, without my pump, without my, in my biweekly injection. And I said, wait a minute. There's a relationship between me getting sick and well. I can get well. I realized I could heal. So that was my beginning, that I could heal. And then I looked over to a table, there were books, and I saw a book that changed my life. And the name of the book was Dick Gregory, Cooking with Mother Nature. So I began to follow Dick Gregory and his wife and his nine children. They became part of my family. They never knew me. Later on in life, I learned, I, I did some work with him. And that retreat, I met everything I'm doing right now. This is 50-some years later. Plant-based lifestyle, uh, herbal walks, yoga, meditation, um, juice therapy, everything that I'm doing now, I learned, I was introduced on that retreat. And I left that retreat after the third day, not another asthma attack. I'd never broke out again. Some years I had some peanuts and I itched a little bit, but I let that go. And I came home renewed and I stopped eating meat, dairy, sugar, white flour products, everything that was toxic that caused me to have all the issues that I had. And then two, two months in, I got rid of my PMS and my heavy bleeding and clotting, my constipation. And the artists started coming in because I moved to my own apartment as a teenager. 
And my friends came and spent time with me for a day. And I said, no brown bags in here. No fast, no junk, no flesh. Mm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that do what I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then there was something that happened. Someone called, my father had two brownstones in Brooklyn. So one of his tenants said, I heard about you, that you could possibly help me. I said, okay. He says, I'm about to have surgery to remove a kidney. I said, well, you know, it's kind of late, but you could have done this. <laughs> you could have done this, that, and the third on the phone. The next thing I know, he's at my house within an hour with his um, uh, robe from the hospital. You know, the back out. <laughs> You're said, like, sir, I can see your butt. <laughs> <laughs> he did have the jeans on. Okay, okay. And I said, okay, let's see. I went to the kitchen, which I call the kitchen and laboratory, and I hooked him up a kit. I said, here's some garlic, here's some limes, here's some cider vinegar. I may have given him some other fruits with it, and I gave him it in a brown bag. <laughs> and he went, and years later, he said he saw me at a festival in Brooklyn. He said, I kept my kidney. Mm. Thank you. Thank you so much. Right. So it's been like that. And any of my friends would come over, I would say, I'll run my bath, and I would heal them. So they would come with medication, and they would just tell me, you know, Queen, I don't have my, my this is going, and I don't have this problem. I was just having a social life. And people were healing around me. I loved the healing. It became my greatest friend. My best friend is the healing. Mm-hmm. No matter what I would go through in my life, I would always resort back to the healing. Mm-hmm. And it would carry me through everything. Mm-hmm. Everything, including my soul of return. And, including, you know, everything that happened traumatic, that you know, go through life, the traumas that teach you about life. I'd always go back to a bath. i always go back to my times, my juices, my herbs. That would always carry me through. And, I, and so that gave me such conviction. Mm. I'm just as excited now about this healing as I was as a teenager. That's when you know. Yeah, I'm in shock. That I'm that excited about it, but it, it's a blessing. It saved my life. It mm. kept saving my life. I said, if it could save my life, maybe I can help some others, mm. help them save their lives too. Yeah. And it really helps you live your life. You know, when you are eating and consuming things that are so alive, I feel mm-hmm. like it just adds, yeah, it's, it's, it sounds like duh when you say it, but it's, it's so profound to actually experience it. I'm just curious, the emotional connection mm-hmm. to what you were experiencing as a teenager, the asthma, mm-hmm. the arthritis, the eczema, did you make a connection to what you were going through emotionally? Fear. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. I, I think I was afraid. I don't know how that could even work to be so afraid and want to be an artist. Because I, mm. I was at the doo-wop group. So I was singing. Mm. I was dancing. I was doing a little acting. So how do you be such in such fear, but then you are an artist that mm. is all the way out there? So, you know, we do have many sides to ourselves. So there, there was a fear that I had, but then it was a courage that I had. It was kind of blended all together. Um, and so I know, and then I was different. I was different. I had two older brothers and they didn't really bond with me. And I learned later on, it was a problem. Mm. I was a favorite. That is not good in a family. Mm. My father and mother wanted a daughter. They had sons, but they Mm -hmm. wanted a daughter. And I think they showed that they wanted a daughter so much more. Mm. And so they, I think they catered to me and I didn't realize they catered to me as much. Mm. And so my brothers didn't welcome me, you know? So yeah. And they would yeah. scare me in the house. The house is a four-story brownstone. So I'm little, 
the lights would go off. Sometimes we'd go in the basement, turn the lights back on, and they would jump up like that, you know. Okay, well, who am I? Where am I with this family? <laughs> I learned later oh, on. scared. Yeah, wow. I learned later on. My brother ended up going to a mental ward. He's not, you know, he's no longer in his body now. Mm-hmm. He told me, he says, when you were 11, daddy liked you more than me. I said, oh, wait a minute. That's what we're going through? Oh. Mm. So I realized that my childhood issues, mm. the ACEs, mm-hmm. was, I was going through it. So not being received mm. and accepted. And that was probably my, my journey through my life because I have a, nine aunts and five uncles and I'm very peculiar to them. But I've learned to really embrace my different. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other people are embracing theirs because you have to be courageous to be different. Mm. And many times we're the ones set the tone for everybody else to get connected. They're different. Yes. Because otherwise it's a cookie cut and everybody's doing the same thing and nobody's really happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yes. With the, the diet changes that you made, you know, after the retreat where you mm-hmm. transitioned to a plant-based lifestyle and you did no more meat, no more sugar, how do you support people in that journey of moving mm-hmm. to more alive foods from dead foods? Because I feel like if people aren't so sick where they have to do it, mm-hmm. you know, like how can they motivate themselves mm-hmm. to do that? Well, see, because like almost 30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They don't normally get it. This is something I would tell my daughter when her friends were in like teenagers in the early 20s. They would laugh at me when I would make them a green juice. And I said, this is what you could do for your menses. You don't have pain. And they would think that I was a joke. And I would laugh with them. I said, you know what? I'll see you when you're in the 30s. Mm-hmm. You're going to have some issues. I already know there's a clock that you're not aware of. And things are going to start showing up. So just remember this moment. And I didn't give him a lecture about it. Mm-hmm. I just told my daughter one time, I said, I'll see them in their 30s. <laughs> and that's what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Because some of them from back then are working on my team right now, including my daughter. And the things that I told them that could happen, if they, that they could prevent, they didn't really see it mm-hmm. because they didn't feel the pain or the suffering. I just happened to get my pain and suffering early on. So mm-hmm. I woke up really quick. And so... But these other parts of you, though, you know, we're body, mind, and spirit. So maybe they want to actually live out their purpose. They, and that could motivate them. So if you clean up, you get very in tune. And you start actually being who you really are, as opposed to who you were told you were to be. Mm. And that's exciting. So they look at me and say, Queenie, you're doing everything you want to do. Well, you can too. And you can start young. You don't have to wait until you're mm. 40, 50, 60, or 70 to wake up, and then you're so tired by that time, you don't want to do it then. Start now. And so you do a fast, or you do a cleanse, or you eat more live foods, or you take a healing bath, and you do your prayers, and you journal as a lifestyle. Then you start to actually pick up the message. There's a little book that came that, that is amazing to me because this book is called Impeccable Listening. It took me 12 weeks to write it. Second Woman took me seven years to write. <laughs> and all my books took me a long time. But why that book? I realized that basically was my autobiography. I had to learn to listen impeccably. And the moments that I did not listen, that's when I suffered. And the moments that I did listen, what is it? Um, I asked a question. I asked a question at 16, 17. I'm, I, what do I do to heal this, this asthma? I heard it. Bam. He, Asked, listened, then I acted. The grapefruits, the lemons, the water, the rosehip tea, and I opened up and my life shifted. 
So in writing this book, I was asking, um, and everybody can ask themselves now, you know, for me it was, there's so much suffering in the world. What can we do to end world suffering? That was my question a year and a half ago. People were dying everywhere, all around us, family, friends. People were, they didn't know what to do. There's a lot of fear in the atmosphere, bad news every day. And I said, how can we end world suffering? And the question came immediately. I was going to sit in a circle with three of us. One was Laura London and came through impeccable listening. Tell them impeccable mm-hmm. listening will end the suffering. Because I know that we know everything right now, but we don't know that we know. Mm-hmm. And taking time to relax, to breathe, take a deep breath, take some lime water, and now ask the question. Get up early so you can get in tune and then have the courage to listen, hear it, even if you don't want to do it, just hear it. And that is your road to freedom, your liberation. And then when you act, you get good at it, like piano lessons. You know, in the beginning, C, D, E, F, and then, you know, you get good at it, listening. You get good at asking. You get good at being obedient. So you look a little peculiar to people in the beginning because you are living your life and you're constantly asking and you're constantly listening. And then you move. And sometimes people think around, young people around, give an example. I told them one day, I said, this was when Kazik was coming on board, my right hand came on board. And I said, listen, I had a vision. This is what's going to happen. I saw my sacred woman, how that's going to shift now. And we'd always have like 30, 40, or 50 women. But I knew there was going to be a lot of women coming in. So I said, okay. I started giving some of the vision that I was getting in the download. And it was, head, you know, DN headlights. And you talk to 11 people on the staff and no one's getting it. And only person got was Queen Esther, my right hand. I know, I know you all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I said, okay, they don't hear it. So you know what I did? I closed the door. Spirit said, just close the door. Let them go. They'll figure it out. They'll follow me. I closed the door. I went and started working on my paperwork, calling people up. And then Kaz got me to social media. And I, I jumped on, um, so what was it? Instagram Live. Instagram Live. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I finished that. Yes. yes. <laughs> I jumped on <laughs> And I got a relationship. <laughs> I said, I connected. I said, all right, this is what we're about to do. This is how we're going to do it. I was excited. This is in the thrill. And then Kazi said, well, you know, how are you going to hold all these people in the house? This is the Browns in the house. 15 people can be in a room, but not, you know. I said, okay, we're up to 15 or whatever. Okay, get back to me tomorrow. I was going into impeccable listening. I said, I'll get back to you tomorrow. He don't even understand what I'm talking about. I go to sleep. I wake up. Take a breath. Okay, most high talk. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. What I have to do? Where is it going to be? It came, oh, wait a minute, there's, there is a, there's a spot in Brooklyn on Fulton Street. And I called the woman and I said, I think I might have 100 women. I'm not sure, 50 women. She said, okay, can I use your space? She said, oh, Queen, you've done so much for the community. Sure, you can use my space. It's going to be minimal. I said, see there, most high, thank you. And I told her, I said, Kazi, I found a spot. I didn't even go look at the spot. <laughs> but I was having a faith walk moment. Mm-hmm. When I looked at the spot, it had a piano. It was a jazz place where people would come in the community. It was perfect. and hold 120 to 30 women. And that's where it was. So you don't even have to know all the details. Yeah. All you have to do is trust. When you ask, you tune in because you're a fine instrument. Tune yourself mm-hmm. up. You hear, you listen, and you follow instructions. And that's how I'm living. And that's why this book, that all the books took all these years, that was the only book that took us. I was just going back in my, I call it going into like a, a mapping. Go back and just see when you did it, when life worked. 
perfectly in full alignment. And when it didn't, and you second-guessed yourself, and I saw that I went under. It's just, that's the life. And so for me, those who in their 20s, all that long talk, in their 30s, you're not doing it because you have high blood pressure. You're not going to have it until you're 35 years old. You mess. You have to put years into getting sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you may not get uh, uh, five. Well, five point twos are coming early now. Yeah, to women in their 30s. You know what you do as a teenager is showing up in your 20s. What you do in your 20s is showing up in your 30s. So don't wait till you get sick. And what I did, yet, I talked to teenagers yesterday. Sacred teens. We have a sacred teen group. Mm. And I asked them a question because they got connected because they don't have these issues. They have menstrual issues now, though. And I said, you know what? Your family is your blood, is your, it's your DNA. Whatever's happening in your family, is, is you're already set up for it. Now, you can shift your DNA. You could take it to higher ground. But just share with me, with our circle, what's in your family. They started running the list. High blood pressure, diabetes, heart condition, mm-hmm. and everyone, all 16 other women, young girls, 13 to 16, five to seven health issues in the family. The mothers are sitting with them on some of the occasions. So the mothers would say, also, we have this. And then we have also the asthma in our family. So, okay, so the way you're, if you're living a toxic lifestyle now, it's going to be fully activated by the time you're 30. And then it, it, it then magnifies by the time you're 40 and 50. It just gets worse. And you, don't, and you may start with one issue because you didn't address it, you didn't detox, you didn't cleanse, you didn't have a holistic lifestyle. This is where you're going. So um, that was given to me right at the moment of teaching. It wasn't like I had this curriculum laid out and all this wisdom. It was like, okay, it's coming through. How do I connect sacred women to these, to these teens? And they said, oh, my gosh, I need to change my lifestyle. Oh, this is what my grandfather, this is what I'm with my aunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in the DNA. Seven, it's about seven generations back, all of that, to seven generations forward. So now you're second generation because it's your mom and your father. And now you're coming in second generation. So you're on the upswing because you have to change mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Yeah, I love an impeccable listening, too. It's, And I think this is important for the women listening mm-hmm. that— it really is the asking and then listening. Mm-hmm. I think so many women are so, they're go-getters, yeah, yeah. you know, like your daughter too. It's like they're go-getters. They do the thing. They're mm-hmm. they're able to do the acting. The mm-hmm. acting is very well set. Mm-hmm. But I think people often don't give themselves time and space to really listen mm-hmm. and connect. Do you find that to be true as people mm-hmm. aren't really asking and listening as much as they're acting just based on what they think they should be doing? Mm-hmm. What I found is that I reflected on myself is that usually we don't get to that point of asking until we have a crisis. Yes. So crisis is beneficial. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I used to think the crisis was the worst thing. Now I said, oh, I'm having a crisis. Okay, now most of what's happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I go in, mm-hmm. so how do I shift this? And I'll say sometimes you hit the floor. I said, don't get up too quickly. Stay on the floor for a minute. Why you there? To, because once you stand up, you get kind of boastful, as they say, and you think you got it all together now because yes. you mm-hmm. came back up. Like, I'm perfect. I'm yeah. not really, <laughs> How did that even happen? Bam, yeah. back on the floor? Yes, honestly. <laughs> so it literally happened to me. I, I remember I was going on in Brooklyn, Fulton Street, and I move very fast. I have to pace myself. I talk fast. I walk fast. Everything's quick. I shift quickly. I let go of it. So all that happened, right? I went to the bank. I got a fruit. From the grocery store next door, I was going light speed because I had to get back to see a client. I'm in the clock, and, 
and my I was walking so fast the top of my body was over. Yeah, you ever, you ever seen that? Mm. It doesn't happen in LA. I've never seen one person walk that fast. It doesn't happen here. <laughs> it's me. What do you but mean? It happens in the car. <laughs> <laughs> we are walking and we're running, and I was running at least, and I ran so and I was running. I gotta get there, and bam, I hit the ground. But that was the second time that week. The first time I hit the how do you fall if you're walking now one step and then you fall? How do you do that? That was a message. I got a big boom on my first side. Okay, but this is the second time. You please don't fall. You're falling with me, just feeling me so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> and anyway, now don't welcome feel to my life. <laughs> <laughs> I need help. He literally I, said one word when we were talking before and I was crying. I'm like, okay, everybody. <laughs> I'm on the floor. I have problems. <laughs> That's the Pisces. Just the I know. I hit the ground. And now everybody's around. So I have time to be embarrassed. I said, now, okay, now you're on the ground again. Okay, now what do you have to get? And I say the alone enough to say, slow down. You're not going any faster. You're going to hit a brick wall. I had to hear everything. I had to get mm-hmm. it all. I didn't want anybody to pick me up. Just let me go through this mud and get this clarity. So I got my, picked up my oranges, picked up my apples, picked up my red onion. Okay. I shifted. I started to walk in alignment. It's like body, mind, spirit had to come together in this moment. Your body, your mind, your spirit, your mission. The person will wait for me on the stoop. I'll be okay. This is not the end of the world. And then I just was able to function and do. I started to catch myself when I would go back. I kept catching myself. But you know, it took me three times to really get it. I got it to one, one more fall. This is the fall in the same area, right on Fulton now and Nostrum. Running for a client to get back. Always running for the clients. <laughs> Why did they run for you? Running for my life. And I called a taxi. Back there, it's not Uber then. It was taxi. (laughs) And I and I run with two bags. Bam! On the floor, on the ground. Everybody circles around me to help this. I guess an older woman. I don't know what they're looking at, (laughs) but looking crazy. You're like, I'm fine. (laughs) <laughs> not old looking yeah honestly and the police officer says you okay I said I get in the car they help get all my bags everybody's helping me get into the car so I get into the car and I said okay, okay and the thing that opened my heart so much is when I got to my destination which was like 10 minute ride I said how much is that sir he said ma'am it's okay I said, oh, humanity. Yeah. I love mm. when humanity is that way. Yeah. I'm in love with humanity. And I got out of that car in love with people. Mm. And I just said, mm, thank you for seeing and understanding and saying it's okay. Mm. And my client was sitting there saying, oh, happy to see me. And you know, I was like, and I had to get myself up because you have to represent <laughs> <laughs> not falling apart. But those are, low, those are the moments of the breakdown to have the breakthrough. To let me see when I really do listen that it really does work out magnificent like a dance, like art, and that you don't have to hurt yourself to serve, to, to give to others, you know. So. Mm. Some yeah. of my lessons. And it's like slowing down, I find that in a place like New York, oh. New York when you do, because I lived mm. there in my early 20s and now I'm back mm. there now. Being there now, I feel a lot more aligned and slower 
<laughs> and I'm able to see and walk around. Mm-hmm. And there are days when I'm rushing, but you know, when I do slow down, I'm able to see those moments of like humanity in New York where I feel like there is so much of that. But yeah. because we're all moving so quickly, yeah, yeah. it's you hard to it. catch it. But it's just such a, it's such a, like a little fruit during the day. You're like, oh, oh wow. So I had to slow so down sweet. in order for that cab driver to give me that humanity. Yeah. For that police officer to say, let me help you. For the whole community at that taxi. Yes. I, and to that receive. was the lesson there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To it's breathe. Beautiful. It's so, beautiful. Yeah. A lot of women if they are asking and listening, mm-hmm. then they might sometimes have a hard time acting because they don't have the confidence mm-hmm. or they're not sure. Maybe it's telling them like, you should change your diet or you should change your mm-hmm. career or a relationship or to do something. So how can we help build their confidence to actually make, to take action? Okay. Well, let's do like a, a mini process of detox, like three days, yeah. Friday, when you come from work, it starts. And then it's all day Saturday, self-love. Can you give yourself two or three days of nothing but self-love? Find every way to self-love. Is it a healing bath? Put some Dead Sea soy, Epsom salt in the tub and maybe some rose oil to open up your heart. Light a white candle for clear vision. Is it making some fresh juice? Get two or three apples and to help the body go from an acid toxic state to an alkaline state. Is it maybe inverting? Inversion is my favorite yeah. that I want all women to do because mm. it's a, a way to bring your soul to life, but not just your soul, but your whole life comes back. Can you talk more about what that mm-hmm. is? Mm-hmm. It's an ancient African pose. I'm, I'm a yogini from back in the day. Are you a yogini? Because your eyes went up. No, I just want to, you know, I could see that for you. (laughs) (laughs) I I am not, but I'm like, yes, that's right. (laughs) Do not make me invert. (laughs) (laughs) Well, inversion. I read in the first written text of spirituality from ancient Kemet, miscalled Egypt, and it shows a glyph. So the language is in word. It's also in glyphs. And so it was a little upside down being. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing inversion for 20 years. And so when I looked at it, I've been looking at that book for 10 years at that point. And I said, oh, it says bringing your soul to life. I'm sure you've seen this brand around, but maybe you haven't tried it yet. Moon Juice. Y'all, I cannot tell you how good this brand is. And I've been using it for years. Supplements, cellular waters, dusts, honestly. Say no more dusts. Do you want a dust in your cabinet? I think so. I love their brain dust, actually. Um, It's a nootropic blend of adaptogens and herbs that target stress to support mental stamina, alertness, and concentration. And this blend is really informed by traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurveda, which so many of their formulations are. Combines lion's mane, uh, ginkgo, rhodiola, ashwagandha, astrologus, and maca. It's vegan, gluten-free, non-GMO, and caffeine-free. That is just one of the many products that I am absolutely dying for from Moon Juice. I also love Super You. Okay, so this is for stress management. It's your daily multi-adaptogen to unstress you. Okay, two caps a day. That's it. And you will keep the stress away. This is a clinical strength formula that helps regulate cortisol, 
for proactive and reactive stress support. I just want you to have the best summer ever. So let's reduce our stress when we can, so we can relax, enjoy the sunshine and friends and experiences and really like be in our life. And I really think all of Moon Juice's products help you to be in your life, be in your body. So check them out. I'm really excited for you. You're going to have fun just like perusing the website because it's so gorgeous, so gorgeous. So if you need support with energy, with libido, brain health, dreaming, beauty and skin, immunity, maybe your spirit and your mood, check out Moon Juice products. And of course, you know us, we got you. We got you. We have a discount. If you go to moonjuice.com slash almost 30, use the code almost 30 for 20% off. What I love also is that many of their products come in reusable glass bottles and refills are fulfilled with compostable pouches to refill your original bottle. How amazing. Amazing, amazing. So thank you, Moonjuice. You're the best. Moonjuice.com slash almost 30. Use the code almost 30 for 20% off. And at the end of bringing the soul to life and sitting on your seat of power, that you have to invert. That was the English, English translation of it. So I said, oh, it makes sense to bring your soul back. Because when we stand upright all the time, everything begins to drop down. That's aging. But when we can do just the opposite, so we're here, we're doing this way, and then the feet can go higher than the head, as opposed to the head are higher than the feet. That's called the balance. So as you're aging the body, your memory begins to fade. As you're aging, you could be aging in your 20s or 30s, right? You're getting older, right? You're maturing. And then the breast begins to drop. Uh-oh. <laughs> your facial expression. <laughs> and then Let's the talk colon, about it. <laughs> the colon becomes a little heavy because maybe you're eating late at night. Mm. You're eating too much starch, you're emotionally eating, and so you start to carry a little muffin here. And then that drops down on your bladder, so you have frequent urination, uncontrollable bladder by the time you're 40, if you don't do something early on. And then over time, it sits on the uterus, so you're having wound pain and heavy bleeding, all that's connected. And then the legs expand. This is aging. <laughs> I'm always trying to do the opposite. Mm. And then the legs expand, and then the ankles swell up. So that's aging. You can reverse that. Tap into the fountain of youth. The inversion helps you tap into the fountain of youth. So you'll be 30 at 60. How about that? Perfect. Okay. Down. So that simply done. You don't have to go to a class for it. You don't have to take a workshop for it. <laughs> you can take three pillows at the foot of your bed and they never move from there. Pillow one on top of pillow two on top of pillow three. You have to lay down at some point. You lay down. What are you going to do with your legs? Put your legs on those pillows. You're inverting. Just stay there for 10 minutes. You don't, don't clock it. Don't put an alarm clock on it. Don't do it. Just lay there. You might, you'll fall asleep and you'll fall off a half an hour later, 10 minutes later. It depends how you sleep. But that inversion, all you need is 10 minutes. What does that do? It gives your body that to you. So now the swollen ankles are being cleansed out because now the blood is flowing. The varicose veins, you're opening up the veins so the blood is flowing. You open the womb that is from prolapse. You massage and circle around. The womb starts coming up so it's not prolapsing because if a woman is a prolapsed uterus, she has a, hyster a hysterectomy. We'll be waiting for her. It's all the years, right? The colon now starts. The bladder comes back up. The colon can come back up in its proper place above the navel, not under the navel. That's when we have to clean out our colons. 
This is this is the the light the time of the gut cleanse. I don't say gut. I call colon. That's back in the day. It's colon. Now it's the gut cleansing, right? And then you get circulation around your breasts. So then the tumors and cysts, you feel them. Start breaking them up. Past all packs. So the blood is flowing into your communication. Speak your truth into your mind. So your mind is being restored and returning. Your nervous system. All that is happening from a simple inversion. And that's something you could do every day. I don't care what's happening. I could call an Uber and you know they come in five minutes, 10 minutes. I said, oh my gosh, I'll do my inversion. I'll jump down real quick, put my legs up on the sofa, breathe real quick. Okay, I got it. Gone. Yes. You know, but yes. because I keep the pillows by the bed, I'm always going to do that. Mm-hmm. I never forget it. Set yourself up. And at the end of the mm-hmm. day, I put them back up again. It's like a check and balance. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll never forget. So that, that. was part of the self care weekend. So that was so oh, we have thank a self care. Yes. Thanks for bringing me back. No, we have a self care day Saturday. So yeah. that includes inversion. What else? Includes inversion. It also includes maybe having two salads that day. Mm-hmm. Have a salad. Well, start your day with lime water. Something so simple. Squeeze two Why limes. Lime? lime water, and that will break up the congestion, the mucus. Mm-hmm. If you've been eating a little heavy, you've been eating some dairy, some starch, it will clear all that up, right? And then after that, then you you can have maybe some ginger tea for circulation. Um, if you have tired, you could have some dandelion tea. If you're losing your memory, you could have some go to cola tea. You know, so you can shoot. If you're stressed out, make a com a, com, a combination of some chamomile or some hops, and have maybe two cups for that day, Saturday, Sunday. Now lunch and dinner is the same. You can make one meal for two meals, because you know we're not gonna go back in the kitchen again. So you make a large salad, or you you can just get box, make life real simple. Get two box salads. You know how those box salads are? Okay, get that. And get two avocados. Avocado will give you the perfect colon cleanse. And it will lubricate your joints, keep your mm-hmm. joints young and vibrant. So you take that, and that's your protein. And you have your greens. If you want a grain, have a simple grain, like a couscous or tabbouleh. So you're eating very light. But God, breakfast, you have a bowl of fruit. But keep it in their family, like a bowl of oranges, pineapples, tangerines, grapefruits. So keep it in the proper family. Melons in June, July, watermelon, honeydew, cantaloupe. So keep them in their proper family. Subastic fruits, apples, pears, plums, peaches. Keep them in that family. And that's a fruit platter. That same platter, make that into a juice. So you have a liquid meal. And then you have a solid fruit meal that will cleanse out your system and give you a sweet disposition, right? Your eyes are just tripping me out. Your eyes is the period, the point blank, and the beginning and the end of a sentence. <laughs> I can feel your heart from it. And I have, I'm actually just enjoying the two of your spirits so much. Oh, it's such shame. a gift. And how you, I can feel your, your mind is so unified oh. and it's such a level of harmony which is part of why women love you mm-hmm. and men do too, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you are loved. And that harmony is captivating. Mm-hmm. It makes people want to be in that, that vibration. Mm-hmm. So thank you because that's what thank I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And so that's your lunch. Have dinner now. Come into 12 hours of the night. That's the mystery. After you have your lunch, after you have your um, dinner, stop at six or seven. Mm-hmm. When the sun goes down, liquefy. Have herbal tea, have fresh vegetable juice. Vegetable juices are buildings. It heals you up. Specific ones you'll learn for different issues. Cucumber for the kidneys, kale for the iron if you're tight. You can get different green juices, scallions for the lungs, and so on. 
have a, a fresh fruit juice. Have your tea. That's the 12 hours. Now, for 12 hours, you're fasting without it being a strain. Go to bed early so you can get up early to get your treasure chest. If you get up at 4, between 4 and 6 in the morning, without an alarm clock, because if, the reason why people can't get up in the morning, they wake up tired and exhausted because they have a food hangover. Not an alcohol hangover, but a food hangover. So you're wiped out before you begin your day. And how you begin your day is how your day is going to be. So by eating liquefying, even if it's that one day, that's Saturday all day, and then you wake up on Sunday, you're going to like, okay, what am I, what am, why am I here? What am I to do with my life? Where's my finance? Is that my real mate? <laughs> clear. <laughs> You'll get very clear. And you will be like, wow. Get your journal out. Write it down. And now it's up to you to follow instructions from what you downloaded or uploaded. And when you start to try it, try it out like that, put your toe in. I tried that out. I told the person, I'm, go- I'm going to have to let this relationship go at this season, at this time. I'll double back. Let the Most High guide you. And that kind of having two or three days, just yourself, don't, don't solve anyone's problem during that time. Mm. Don't call anyone because, you know, some of us are like these healers that got to heal mm-hmm. all the time. Like me, you know, I got to overcome. But anyway, you just don't call people up and say, I can help you. I can give you all of my extra time that I have. I'm, 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 I'm taking a rest. So I'm going to give it up to you. No, no. This is your time. Read the books that you always want to read. Take a walk. I love sun. I must say, sunlight in California is doing it for my soul. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn, I love Brooklyn, but it's too cold. I can't handle it. I know. Right? So I go out and I look for the sun. The sun is across the street. I will walk across the street for the sun. I don't tell anybody what I'm Same. doing. I just go and do it. <laughs> and I let that sun just cook me and heal me and charge me. So for me, that's like heaven. Mm-hmm. So you tap into your heaven. Heaven is inside of us. We all have it. And we always put it off. We always put heaven off. We're going to get to that one day. I'm curious, mm-hmm. what do you see as a trend that women, say, in their 20s, 30s, so a bit earlier in life, are doing that they might not realize is really detrimental to their health long-term. It's something that they're like, yeah, I just eat this or I do this. Mm. Is there a trend? Yes. Not being true to themselves is one of the things. Mm. They were told by society they should do this or that. And they end up going to school to do it. I remember there was a, a doctor who I was telling her would do it for patients. Like, on the side, and she wanted to really be a dancer. She didn't want to be a doctor. Mm. And she took a lot of dance classes over, over the years. So finding your real path, when they realize they can, I said, there's a book in you. There's a product in you. There's a curriculum in you. There's something in you that you want to live out, but you don't believe that you can. Take a step and begin. See, when I take them through 12 weeks, that's a whole season. They also see other women. Wow, she did it. Maybe I can do it. Wow, she did it. Maybe I can do it. So you have to also be around others who are on the same path. You can't do it by yourself. So you need to circle yourself. Like, I saw your retreat. I saw your whole thing. I saw all this. They got all that going on. I'm going to come to one of those. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love that. You, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. So it's that community. Yes. We have, women are community orientated. Yes. Men are too, but they don't get it. We have to help them, really. Mm-hmm. But we are. And, and, and we have to be because we're carrying 
life in us. Mm-hmm. So we have to have health, period. You know, we're breastfeeding babies. We're carrying babies. We're, we're, we're the nurturers. So if, we don't, if the nurturers don't get support, then we, don't, we cannot give. So, you know, just so on one hand, trust yourself that you, you came on this planet with a purpose. You may not be aware of it. If you do not live out your purpose, you'll never be happy. You'll always be halfway. And you'll always be looking outside of yourself saying, I wish I could do that. I wish I had that gift. And when you don't do it, as you get older as a woman, you become bitter. You become depressed. You become sad. You become broken. You become angry. So you have to take do it. Do something that you love that you would do it if you didn't make money. Mm-hmm. That's what we always it's, say. Yeah, it's so true. And you will make the money. And yes. it's a hard world to do that in right now. I say hard. I just mean I don't know if we're mm-hmm. uh, set up to be supported in that way. But I do think it's shifting. Mm-hmm. Where it shifting. you know whether it's on social media, we're seeing these things, mm-hmm. or just yeah. having these more edgy conversations that we're taking ourselves outside of the track mm-hmm. that we're expected to be on. I had a conversation with mm-hmm. a friend who's very sick right now. Okay. And he is so out of alignment with his job and everything oh, okay. that he's doing. And I didn't say it in the moment, but this is inspiring me to have, because I knew it, but you know, you mm-hmm. kind of have to be gentle yeah. when people are going through cro- chronic illness like that because right. it's very mm-hmm. narrow. But I'm just thinking about all of these ailments that I feel like a lot of people are are mm-hmm. dealing with and struggling with and how it's connected to that purpose. Yeah. That's no, that, that sacral, is, creative. Oh, that is, uh, you know, you were saying that it brought me to a woman who called me up and it, it, was, a, it was a month. It was like last year and the year before, women in the corporate world were calling me up and trying to escape. I knew they were trying to escape. They didn't say those words. Mm. But one particular, she said, I got breast cancer and I had to let the job go. I, I'm so glad I got the breast cancer because I would have never let the job go. Mm-hmm. She had to have breast cancer to get out of a situation that was killing her heart. The breast is the heart, the self-loving. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, I will walk you. I'll walk with you. We'll do it together. So they have to know there's someone there that was willing to walk with them yes. so that they're not alone. This is something else that happens. Young women, I always know where they are. They've just left their position. They're on their way to their car. I can feel they're on their way to their car. And they call me up and they're in tears, but they're not crying. They're in tears, but they're not crying. They're weeping. And they said, Queen of Fool, I said, yes, yes. I just came from my doctor. And... You know, I have a fibroid. I don't know. I said, it's going to be okay. You're going to make some lifestyle changes. I bring my voice to where the sun and the moon and the stars are. And I see them on the Mm -hmm. phone. I can see them. I can feel them. I said, I'm so glad that you called. You don't have to give up. Stay with your doctor so you can feel comfortable. But take on nature. Bring nature into the equation and be cradled in nature. And begin to detox and cleanse and let go of the anger. I asked about how you're doing with your mother, how you're doing with your father. Mm. If they have a lot of rage and anger, then it's hard for them to let go and to shift. So one of the things I always say, forgive your mother and your father. They did the best they could. And I'll tell you, if you forgive them, when you become a parent, your children will forgive you because this is what's going to happen. You're going to say to your children, I did everything for you. And he goes, said, you remember that event that you said you was going to come to? You didn't come to that event. That meant everything in the world to me. 
but I took care of your food, your shelter. I took your dance class. Like, they gonna, you're going to get your list as an parent. And they're going to say, but that thing that you did not do, and you brought that person into my life, and they messed up. So if you, it's like what goes around comes around. So if you can forgive your parents for their shortcomings, then they will forgive. I had to send a note to my daughter, text her. I said, forgive me for my shortcomings. I just said that yesterday. Mm-hmm. So you have to be a humble mother because mm-hmm. mothers feel like they know, know it all. I was one of those mothers. <laughs> I, I mean, you do I know, know a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you know, you're always growing. Anytime you think yeah. you know it all, yeah. life will humble you mm-hmm. and you realize there's something you don't know. Get more sensitive. Get more connected because what you think someone needs is not necessarily what they need. Mm. That's facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think something you mentioned with the emotions is emotional eating. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people yeah. emotionally eat and, you know, especially since, you know, 2020 started, maybe they're home more, there's oh, a lot yeah. more stress. So what would you say for someone that finds themselves emotionally eating and how, how do you actually define emotional eating? I call it being unconscious. Sometimes someone will eat it. They don't even know if they just finished a meal. But did I, would I be <laughs> did I have something to eat? Mm. I think I, I just look at my shirt. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that stain is something. on my shirt. <laughs> something happened. You left the building. You were not even really eating. You were processing. Mm. And you were chewing. It's like a baby wants their milk. And the baby is taking the milk in. And they want more. But they, you know, they're, they're, they're growing. Right? They, we're growing. But you're not thinking about the food, really. It's just that it's mother's milk. You need, you need mother's milk, which is you need hugs. You need love. You need someone to understand what you're going through. You're being misunderstood. Mm. And so you're getting this food to give you the comfort. They call it comfort food. But it's really not comfort food. Because all the comfort foods, for me right now, comfort food is eating a bowl of okra and some onions. <laughs> comfort food is okra. having watermelon in season <laughs> that has seeds in it. Comfort food mm. is having a peach that is well ripened, an avocado that is creamy. But in my early days, comfort food was junk food. It was fried chicken. It was, you know, cakes and pies with sugar and egg whites in it. That was comfort because that was my mother gave me that as a child. And she said, Here, take this. This will make you happy. I would be in the kitchen. My mother would be baking these little cupcakes, and I had my own personal pan this size. And she would pour the batter in and put it into her big oven. And my, it's coming out. So pound cake, my mother's oh, pound cake. That mm-hmm. would put me under the grave right now. Yeah. <laughs> but that would be considered comfort. Until you raise your consciousness to comfort is healthy. Comfy is whole foods. Mm-hmm. Comfy is com- comfort is foods that grow out of nature. Just like when we go to a park and we sit out in the grass and the sun is shining. Don't we feel so comforted and Mm -hmm. just embraced by nature? Well, when we eat the foods that come out of the soil like that and out of the earth and we take them in, our body's in comfort. Our heart is healthier. Our blood is cleaner. Our minds are clearer. That's comfort. To be sick is not comfortable because after you have those so-called comfort foods, you go to deeper states of depression. Mm -hmm. More sugar. Sugar's a few molecules away from cracking cocaine. Mm-hmm. It's a legal drug, but it feels so comforting when you take it. You start dancing, then you go into depression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you get agitated and your bones start breaking down. Your immune system starts being challenged. So we just have to reroute our thinking and say, what is comfort? Comfort is things and circumstances that support me, that nurture me, and love me. Mm-hmm. A simple way is to say, food, or what is real food? Real food, 
It's food that repair, rebuild, heal, transform you. Now, when we're using food as a substance, like substance abuse, it's the junk, it's the process, it's the fast, and that's a fast death. So that weekend that we're going to take, that day or 24 hours, just, just 24 hours of healing, that is when you'll start to reflect. Write down all of the comfort so-called foods. Write down all the foods that you love that are healthy foods and say, today, I'm going to be comforted with healthy foods mm-hmm. and just take one day at a time. You know, one day at a time. And one day becomes two and seven and, you know, it becomes a way of life prayerfully. Once you experience that little taste, that little hit of clarity, yeah, it's so, mm. it's so interesting the momentum that builds from there where it becomes yeah. that new baseline Ooh. of, like you said, that healthy food being comfort food. I'm curious, as someone who also lives in a city, how you vibrationally feel about food, how you source your food, how you are grounding every day, how you are really tending to your own energy mm-hmm. amongst like mm-hmm. the grid of the city. Water. My work, I deal with the elements, air, fire, water, earth. Mm-hmm. So I have to check every day, did I do my breathing? I do a checkup. I, I, I do radiance, so I do pendulum reading on myself. Mm-hmm. And then I say, okay, air, okay, then let me have a salad. And, you know, this is what I just shared. Then I check fire. Did I have some fire today? That could be a piece of beet that I grated and put into a salad. It could be a ginger tea. It could be a steam. One of my friends is bringing me a, a, one of those sit-down steam baths and I a gift. Oh, yeah. It could be some hot baths, mm-hmm. you know? Fire, it, blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, cranberries. But womb healing the fire, the womb, building up the blood and healing the, the, the womb. Water, drinking the water. Most times people have pain emotionally and physically because they're dehydrated, right? And uh, checking in. And checking in, I check in, do I have relationships that I'm angry about? I cannot be angry and, and really be a, a good healer. I have to say, what is my lesson? I go right to my lesson. So I don't stay mad at anybody. Matter of fact, I forget what you did 10 years ago. I for- oh, you did that? Oh, oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I probably worked it out. And I, see- and I realized it was my own vibration. Mm. Everything that happens to me is my consciousness. That's empowerment. Because then I can shift my thinking and get a different reality. That took some time to get to, but you'll start taking these little steps and you'll record yourself and analyze it. And, you know, it's true to that. Then I say, okay, the water, I got my biggest thing that heals my life is a bath. Everyone take a bath. Fill up the tub, warm water, take, you try to get it with your whole body, you could just drop into it so your heart can get in there and your shoulders, your neck, mm-hmm. your spine. Don't sit up like that's, that's, that's a pelvic bath. <laughs> <laughs> Are you we know, filtering water? What's happening? Yeah. Does it matter? <laughs> Are you charging it? Yeah. Well, yeah, you charge it. You put your charge crystals okay. all around the tub. Okay. You you rose quartz, clear quartz, amethyst, charge, charge it that way. You could even get a pyramid and have a pyramid yes. built over your, your tub, which is like extra. Okay. You energizing. And then put some seaweed in it. Because seaweed mm. also helps to raise the vibration of the water and puts the minerals back into the water. Okay. Like the dulse, the kelp, the nori. 
And I put the Dead Sea salt in. I'll tell you, I put a pound in. And then for the emotional, put the rose hips oil. Not rose hips, um, rose oil mm. for the heart. Because most of us are brokenhearted. Our mothers are broken heart. Our fathers mm-hmm. are broken. We know it passed and then we have relationships and we, we build up on all the pain of the relationships. And what happens in that bath, you get into that bath and put some meditation music on. Everybody has a phone. Bam. You have some meditation. Turn off the lights. Light a white candle for clear vision or a blue candle for peace. You can use color therapy and you just emerge yourself in that bath and begin to say, okay, thank you. I'm here. I'm doing this for myself. And then take these hands and rub your hands together, create some fire, and then give yourself some massage. Mm. You know, just mm. go from top to bottom or bottom to top and just, I'm going to love you through it. And as you're doing it, you realize, oh, that anger is in that arm. That resentment is mm. in my heart. Let me let that go. Mm. That not birthing who I am is in my womb. That stagnation is in my thighs. Just start massage. It's just going to come to you. And you just start working it out. And one of the things I do in the tub is a little crazy. No, nobody's in there looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> I put one leg up and I just start milking my leg. You want to keep your mm. legs. Your lights build up and down the stairs the rest of your days. Okay, come on. And I just put life into it because the, wow. the heat and the water. My mother's 98 years old. She, she's in a bath last night. When you're that age, you don't get in the tub. But me and my son helped to get in the tub. Mm-hmm. And I saw her whole being just like melted. And I gave her some oranges. She had her orange slices. And she, I said, and I made a super drink, clay. I get a clay drink and a spirulina green light, all that. And I put that in some fresh juice and some berries. And I said to my son, I said, give it to her. She's in a tub. If she's in the water, she'll take anything. If I want a bitter and I don't want to take it yeah, out. She can't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> she's stuck. <laughs> he said, my work. I said, I know because wow. I do it for myself. But I, bitters, I don't want to drink. But if I get in that tub, I could drink whatever I need. Cider vinegar, I can take it. Okay, love it. Mm. So when you come out that bath, one of the things you could do as your own therapy to empty your house, to clean out your inner home is to ask, who are you angry at? So it could be an ex. And just say, okay, pull that person up in your mind's eye, your ucha. They are called the third eye or the first eye and say, why did you come into my life? What did you come to teach me? You're going to hear it. Like water. Oh, you didn't, you didn't take care of yourself, so that person didn't take care of you either. You've been selfish about your own personal healing, so that person also was selfish. There's something you're going to learn about you because everyone who's coming, they're coming to teach you, instruct you about who you are. And then you're going to have an aha moment. Oprah says aha moment. And then you're going to say, when you really get to the other side of you, say thank you to the person in the spirit. It means you're cleaning your house. And thank you for that lesson. I got that. Mm. And I remember my, my third marriage. <laughs> I was on the way out of the door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, at his studio. Um, and then I, Spirit said, you've been married for 19 years. So Spirit sent me right back into the space. And I walked over to him. And I kissed him on his first side. And I said, thank you. Thank you for the journey. He's like, I thought, he's like, we're good. And then you're like, no, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> I, got the, I got what I needed. Aww. I grew. I grew, I grew up. I was like a little girl when we came together. Mm. Fearful about life. This person's going to do that. And he was like this big, like, protector. And at that point, I needed, I don't, my protection is my spirit now. I know how to tap in and listen and be in tune. So I don't have to use a human being to be that. But that's what he was. 
And, and so I grew up, you know, we grow up in our relationships. We can grow up mm-hmm. and, and that helps us to grow up and grow through it. And when you come out of that bath, you take a shower. We're not hydrotherapy. First of all, the bathroom is not a bathroom. Rename it. It's called a high, well, I call it a hydrotherapy room. Oh, I like that. I you love, love that? that? Yes. It's a hydrotherapy room. So you do all your therapeutic, therapeutic water works. So you may do netty nose mm-hmm. rinsing to open up your brain. Mm-hmm. You may do an enema for those who want to do that, or you may take a healing bath, like I said. But for me, I finish the whole piece with after the bath, I'm clear, or I see a blessing, or I see when I should do a project, and then I'll take a shower. And I call that the waterfall. Mm-hmm. It's not just a shower, it's a waterfall. So then the water's on the first side, on the first side, your intuition will continue to hope blossom. Then it'll come on your throat so you can begin to speak out your truth. Some of women are trained not to talk. Let men rule us and direct us. No, we have to speak our truth. And then let the water run on your heart. May our heart be open and may be cleansed so that you don't have breast cancer and that you don't have a broken heart. It's a, I remember speaking to Dr. Afri, he's an ancestor now, as a dear Conrad on the path. And he said, healing is not just physical, it's also spiritual. And he has traced back whatever's going on. Louise Hayes also speaks of that. Whatever's happening on a spiritual level, if not addressed, then it goes into the physical body. How long did it get to that take to get to that physical body? How long did it take for that woman to have that fibroid tumor? She was that was happening as a teenager. That boyfriend, and then another boyfriend, and another letdown, and another somebody deceiving you or taking advantage of you, and you were trying to figure out your, what was good and what was not. And then all of a sudden, you're eating the pies, the cookies, the cakes, the pizza, and being hurt, being angry, all that emotional eating. And next you go to the doctor, you have a fibroid. And now you're scared to death. I said, don't, it's nothing but crystallized mucus. We can drain that, demystify it. Mm. Women are like, it's the end of the world when they get a fibroid. Mm. It's not. It's just crystallized mucus. The same way crystallized mucus in your nose, you have sinus condition. In your lungs, you have shortness of breath. What do you do when you have a cold, fever? You liquefy. You drink soup. Your mother knows. She'll give you soup, if nothing else. You take tea. Same thing. You flush, liquefy. That's with the hydrotherapy, the bath, to the shower. Let the water run in your spine, nervous system, relax. Put, go to your pillows, lay down. Bedtime. Put your feet up, inversion. Now your body's so open, you'll invert and you'll sleep deep and you'll get messages while you're sleeping for those who are ready to receive a message and you wake up and you ask another question and you journal and you get another answer and then your life becomes nothing but Q&A mm-hmm. and you, a spiritual Q&A. You just keep asking and listening and it becomes an, an, a magical mystical life in the midst of madness. Mm -hmm. Like when I came in your space, I already knew you before I came. So I knew where I was coming to. I said, these are magical women. I know who they are. They reflect me so I could be my full self. Mm -hmm. I came in laughing full of joy. Then that's just (laughs) how y'all receive me, full Mm -hmm. of joy. And I said, I'm coming to the vortex, but I know it's coming to the vortex. But you said, oh, this is the vortex. I said, oh, this is the vortex. I felt the vortex. (laughs) She knew when you were walking in. I'm like, I'm glad you said it because. (laughs) When I went around the corner, I said, oh. Yes. (laughs) Where is it going to be? Where's the room? It's not going to be like a normal radio station. Drop in. Drop in. Drop in, baby. Spaceship is going off. <laughs> I want to talk about femininity 
and mm-hmm. being a woman and and being feminine and a little bit about the womb because I feel like we're having this beautiful moment in history where women are taking their power back. And then I'm also seeing a lot of women just running themselves to the ground, working so much, taking on so much, not paying attention to their body, not paying attention to the natural cues of a call for rest or a call for restoration or a call of their intuition. Mm -hmm. So how do you see, you know, right now, what are you observing in the collective for women? I'm excited for us. I'm thrilled for us. And because I'm so excited, I'm so thrilled there. I'm a magnet. They just come to me. And uh, people are asking me in interviews, how can we get so many young people come? Because I'm a woman of a certain age. <laughs> and so <laughs> being older, my friends do not have a lot of young people around them. And I reflect. But I do. But one thing is that I hear them. And I respect them. And I know they have wisdom. And they bring to me wisdom. And I'm from another zone with this uh, social, this technology, this is not my realm, but spiritually my technology is very plugged in. So you, when, so this is a time when everything is spun up and being on social media could be very uh, stressful because you're looking at what looks like success that may not even be success. And everybody's putting their best foot forward so it looks so bad. People are competing, so I feel like a lot of them are competing. For me, it's like I'm not competing because I don't even know what is, I don't even know what's out there because I'm not even looking at it, right? But I'm in it. So to let yourself be you, that's why you have to take time to unplug if it's for a few days and say, who am I? Why am I here? What am I to do? Who am I to connect with to help me to be myself? Because that's, you have to connect. But first, the first connection is yourself. So the women during this time, you do have that. Women are now becoming healers, wholesale. Women come and say, good woman, they're becoming doulas. This is the era of the woman becoming that medicine woman. They're becoming mm-hmm. midwives. They're becoming vegan chefs. This is like what we do now. They're becoming polarity therapists. They're becoming reflexologists. Every woman has done some type. They, even if they have two or three herbs that they know about that they just learned about on the internet, everybody's tapping in in a way I've never seen before. I'll give you, I went to a Misty Hustle's home going. And for some reason, I picked up sacred women like it was a Bible. Now, that's just ridiculous. But I've some point, <laughs> I don't walk in the street with it. I mean, come to an interview. But I was picking up like, like a Bible. And I went, I said, somebody's going to come up to me. They're going to need this book. Or they're going to need to ask me a question. So I just said, this is my poster. <laughs> this woman, she had pink hair. And pink hot pants, and she's going, she's going to the home going. And she looks at the book, and she like looks me up and down, like the attitude, look up and down. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm ready for it, no matter what. I'm going to love her up. And she said, oh, last night, I, I ordered that book. Sacred woman. I said, oh, girl, I'm so proud of you. Everyone is waking up. And mm-hmm. sometimes the, we had the, the bottom. When, I, when that virus hit, the bottom fell out of the whole world. Now, a year and a half before that, I wrote, I didn't write, I gathered 76 healers in one book called Planet Heal. I saw it coming. I saw all of this coming years ago, but I saw, I really saw it coming from that book. Because in that book is what, I, what I'm seeing. There were musicians, there are dancers, there's OBGYNs, there's midwives, there's doulas, there's 
herbalists, there's vegan chefs, all that's in the book. That's the sign of the time that we are tapping in to our spirit now more than any time in my whole walk. But we did it. We actually did it in the 60s because I remember that's when I woke up. It was 1969 when I started to wake up because that was the asthma, that was the allergies, that was the PMS and the headaches. I had such a, a life crisis when everyone was waking up to freedom, freedom. It was in colleges. It was in against the war. Joe Fonda. You know, it was a whole lot of stuff going on during that time. It was um, studying Harriet Tugman and her and her journey to finding her truth and 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 for freedom. And I was there with the Malcolm and Martin. And when I was nine years old, when I have a dream was was spoken in Washington. My parents had an umbrella over me, and I was in the mud, and I was kicking the mud and. I was listening wow. To, wow. to the speech. So I was in the mix of it. The beauty of it for me is that I'm here still. And I'm just as charged up. So I can now address the young women and tell them, this is the way out. This is the way through. I suffered enough. You don't have to go through all of that. I've opened up 10 centers. There was a fire. There was a flood. <laughs> there was a divorce that I called transformation. Different things happened along the journey. I held on to this healing. So it makes, because I've had a lot of life experience, I never gave up. The healing allowed me never to give up, never to say, oh, I did the best I could, and I guess it's over, and I'm of this age. And, mm-mm, no, I, I'm so, being that, it hit me that level. I can help those in their 20s and 30s. That's why I said almost 30. I said, oh, this is like most high. This is like, really? You bring me to almost 30. Most of my clients are 30. Mm. And 40, maybe. So, like, this is so exciting. Not the right time, though. I'm so thankful. You're so in tune to even do this work almost 30, to be that in tune. Uh, It found us, for sure. Mm -hmm. sure. It found us. You know, it kind of feels that way, where it's like listening. I think we're at a a time where we were both really listening Mm -hmm. and kind of stripped down Uh by what was going on. Did you know that the drugs we take to manage period cramps were invented in the 1950s and exclusively tested on men? (laughs) What? It's literally outrageous that there hasn't been more innovation when it comes to periods. Daloon is changing that with dietitian formulated solutions that relieve our symptoms while actually supporting cycle health. Because our cycles affect every aspect of our wellness, period pain, mood, sleep, skin, metabolism, energy, and more. I, I don't know about you, but you know, some some months I'm like, oh my gosh, like everything has to stop, but it really can't because I'm experiencing, you know, really bad cramps or headaches, fatigue, you, bloating, you name it. I've really tried a lot of things and while I think I've gotten most of my symptoms under control, it doesn't mean they still don't happen and kind of disrupt my flow. So I was really excited to find Daloon and recommend it to a lot of my friends. And they have been absolutely loving it. I was talking to a friend the other day that experienced like really, really bad periods, cramps, and just all these symptoms. And she was so happy uh, to try Daloon. She's noticed that her symptoms have subsided. They don't last as long. They're not as intense. And she can really just be in her life 
which is really nice. So Deloon Nutritional Solutions are dietitian formulated to work with your cycle health, not against it. It'll help you all month long while also relieving your cramps and PMS during your period. Deloon creates effective drug-free supplements for period cramps, PMS, and optimal cycle health. So you can get the relief you need naturally, which I'm all about, and start feeling like your best self. So if you want high-potency, fast-acting supplements for your period cramps, PMS, and really getting your cycle health in its prime top condition, like 92% of their customers report that relief, try Deloon. Leave bad periods behind and start the new year off with 23% off. Go to cyclehealth.com slash almost 30 and use the code almost 30 to get 23% off plus free shipping. If Deloon isn't the right match for you, your money back is guaranteed. That's cyclehealth.com slash almost 30 and use the code almost 30 to get 23% off plus free shipping. I'm curious how this has translated in relationships because I feel like the work of the womb and Mm -hmm. tending to the womb, how does it translate in relationship with a partner Mm -hmm. and what can that Mm -hmm. look like? I assume Mm -hmm. that it starts with, with self and more intimate practices, but how can we translate that with a partner? Well, you have to translate it with the partner because I see the womb as three womb centers. So when you're getting intimate with someone, you bring all of yourself to them. And what are you taking? You're taking all of them into you. So are you willing to take all of them into you? I say it's the womb of the mind. For what we think we create, we birth. The womb of the heart. For what we feel, we birth, we create. And then what we think and what we feel, we birth through our seed of creation, our wombs, our core. If any of those centers are off and out of a balance, if we have mental issues, if we have emotional baggage, it's going to show up as heavy bleeding and clotting. It's going to show up in the choices of men that we choose to be mated with. We We are the frequency of the men that we say yes to. And what are they thinking? What are they feeling? What did they not resolve and heal up? When we connect with them, we become that. We exchange. It's a change of energy. Now, if you're really vibrant and healthy, and you've been taking care of yourself, and then you take in someone who has not been taking care of themselves, they're eating junk food and hamburgers and french fries or whatever, and angry at their mothers and hostile to their past relationship, that is what you're going to drink into, and you can become that. Mm. And I know it because I know for a fact my own reality <laughs> that, well, I, I don't want to tell all my business. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we're recording. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we get this after. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, you know, I, I it may be fun, maybe crazy. I was intimate the mate. Mm-hmm. And we were together for some time. And we connected. And then my nose started running. I said, and I don't, my nose doesn't run. I said, oh, my nose is really running. I, I looked up, I said, oh, what? What's in that garbage? Did you have that? I don't eat ice cream. You have congestion. No congested. way. Oh, <laughs> no way. It was that, it, that sensitive. 
I have stories. I don't want to tell too much. Oh my God. I cannot <laughs> wait. Pizza penis. What? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mm. But I, I, but this is, I'm going to tell somebody else's story without name. <laughs> okay, try. <laughs> In confidence. Okay, this is when we, I really started to look at we are what we eat, what we think, and mm. who we take in, and who takes in us. So they may come out healthier because we're ju- juicing, and they're going to come mm-hmm. out vibrant, and we're going to be dead. Well, anyway, one of my clients, she said she was cleansing. She was she had fasted. She did all this, and she, but she was also looking for a mate. And she called me, and she says, oh, girl, I have a fever. I have a headache. She gave me the whole drama. I said, well, what happened? You, you were just here a few days. You've been eating, and you had a healing. You did all this work. I don't know what happened. I said, well, who did you, did you see anybody? She says, yes, my, my old boyfriend, we got together. I said, well, well, how's he living? Well, he bought a hamburger and french fries. I said, girl, <laughs> that's what's in your body. You better come up here quick. <laughs> you got to do an exorcism. I gave her colonic. I ran her a bath. I gave her some bitters. I gave her some green juices. It took 24 hours to wow. flush him out. Oh. Then I read him. I said, he's almost gone. He's not going quite. He's still there, you know, energetically. Wow. So that made me really look at really the truth of that. Mm. That, And then if you say yes to something that is toxic, then say, okay, let me, I got to clean him, but don't tell him. Don't make it a big deal because it'll make him feel like, you think you're better than me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just do it by your sweetness. It's gentle, yeah. You know, matter of fact, don't get intimate unless you know who you're dealing with. But then you might get desperate. The desperation, you pay a price for desperation. Mm. So you have to say, well, you know what? Be beautiful. Be so fantastic and so fabulous and so loving and so charged up. He will go to the ends of the earth for you. Mm. You go to the ends of the earth for you. You say, oh, let's go get some juices together. Together. Oh, let's go have a salad. Together. Oh, let's read this information. You know, make mm-hmm. it like we're doing this. And this is our love affair. Mm. And you want to you get... With me, let me run you a bath, especially but don't have sex. Just run a bath and run two baths. And, you know, let's do a detoxic. Keep bringing him on, but be fabulous. He's a, put your oils and your aroma on. He'll be like, oh, gosh, I got to be with you. Keep cleaning him up. He thinks he's going to get with you. He's going to get with the cleansing and the teeth. <laughs> By the time he gets 21 days with you, he's like, I don't know what's happening, but I feel so great. And I got a raise mm-hmm. on my job. And I had a guy I used to have. I, it's gone. And you could then start saying, well, you know what? Through the healing, they could start, you're in tune and know to the healing and the cleansing, this is what it brings. And then he's in it. Mm-hmm. Then you can decide, you got to pray on it. You still may have to do more praying, but you don't have to be like, somebody's going to grab him and there's a limit. Don't go with limitation. Well, there's not, there's not a lot of men around. There's not a lot of distance around. Don't affirm that because then you'll have that. Say there's an abundance. Matter of fact, I am so blessed that I'm going to get exactly what I need when I need it. And, you know, just being able to love yourself enough not to say yes because you want comfort. That's like getting comfort food. That's not serving. You get a comfort man. It's not serving. It's going to make you sick and you don't even have a clue. Most women don't even understand what I'm saying when I say this. They don't know. They're getting his psyche. It's just like when women are bleeding heavy during their menstrual flow, five, six, seven days, I call that hemorrhaging. Okay, that's setting you up for a fibroid tumor. Not now. As you get old, you'll see. And then you have to then say, okay. Some of them end up getting blood transfusion as a result of that, right? And I said, well, you know, you can't ride on a blood transfusion. 
because they may clean up that blood, but they don't clean up the psyche that's in that blood. So what is that state of being, that person, what they're going through in their lives? And you're going to take that in. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. Energetically, spiritually, you'll feel it. And that's the same as a relationship. You think you're about to die. I, was, I got intimate one time. I thought I was going to die. I said, wait a minute. I, I don't feel death. I don't, I'm not the one feeling death. Yes. What? I said, oh, my gosh. What is he going through? I thought my car. I said, mm. So do I have to reveal? Now, I now become, you become more conscious mm-hmm. before you get into a situation. And then your life is going down the river. So we got to clean up all our relations because mm-hmm. in my research, because I was getting a lot of calls on, about herpes. And I remember one young lady, she was 21. She picked up the phone and she picks up the phone. I pick up the phone and she just starts crying. I, I just said, how can I help you? Because when I pick up the phone, it's people are in a crisis. So I have to just balance them out with a tone. And after she finished crying, she said, I have like it was a death sentence. I said, it's not a death sentence. I have to boost your immune system up thoroughly. She said, and so she said, my mate has herpes. My friends have herpes. People around me have it. And, and then I started to study. I said, 80, the statistics says 80% of those in America have herpes or some form of STD. So you can look wow. to your right, look to your left. Everybody need to clean out. Yeah. Y'all look mm. gross. Everybody <laughs> needs to rejuvenate. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Just go through the cleansing. Yeah. That's yeah. why you just cannot take someone on face value. You have to, you know, heal together. And they have to, young women don't need it. If he's angry at his mother, he's going to be angry at you. He's going to, you know, he's going to put his best foot forward. So he has to resolve those issues. And so maybe some healing that you could do together. And maybe, we, are you angry at your mother? Because then you may attract someone who's feeling the same way. That's usually what happens. Mm, yeah. So read out. That's a good one. Yeah, I think I'm always wary if they don't have a good relationship with their mom. Because, you know, you just want to be mindful of how they're yeah. treating women and how they're loving mm. women and how they're connecting to women mm. is so important. But I think that is so key for women. You know, we are so mindful about the way that we eat, about our social media we consume. But when it comes to being intimate in that womb space, that is a huge energy transfer. That is so incredibly impactful and powerful. And and just, especially for the empaths, people that are feelers too, listening. Like imagine how much that can impact you. People can lose their mind. Yes. You know, when you were speaking, I went back to the 60s. I went back to Woodstock. That's what I wanted you to do. (laughs) I'm I'm bringing you back. You are really bringing me back. We're at Woodstock, you baby. You souls. You old souls, you. Were you at Woodstock? I didn't. I was 16. Uh, okay. My family didn't want me to come off the stoop. You were a stoop My kid. soul went there. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm going to be doing In the Bottle. I think it's In the Bottle. Lightning in a Bottle? Mm, Lightning in a Bottle. That's and I'm amazing. A no way. No, no way. I am so hyped. We'll be your security. Yeah, I'm Please. Down. <laughs> we'll be your security. <laughs> we'll get everyone hyped. We'll be like, you guys ready? <laughs> I'm coming to talk about womb healing. I'm going to do dance with the womb. Yeah. I'm going to do do a poetry poem. They need this. But I didn't realize it. I just, you know, Tiffany Janae, who organized, she asked me this last year. We just had her here. Tiffany Janae. We just had her on. Love her. Oh my gosh. I love her. Anyway, she wrote me since last year. And I didn't have a clue what it was because I'm always doing that busy life, you know. But then I took the last five days, I've been looking at this fly. I said, wait a minute. Is this the Woodstock of the now? 
oh, wait a minute. And they got the beautiful tents mm. and everything as well. It's not like the other ones. They in the mud. It was <laughs> yes. free love, sex. It was like dangerous. You know, psychedelic. It was <laughs> dangerous. Yes. It was like, yes. okay. But I still loved it. Yeah. And Richie Haven, that mm. his, his music that carried me through all these years. But, you know, I, when I went to Omega Institute, you know about Omega Institute? Mm-hmm. And I went there and I taught a workshop on City of Wellness. And I said, now, City of Wellness is about family, really. So I said, you have a, okay, I need a mother. It was a group. I need a mother. I need a father. And then I need a daughter who's learning about holistic health for the first time. Is excited. Her life has been changed. And her family's a non-believers. I need her best girlfriend who really thinks she's nuts. And I need an auntie. So I said, okay, now go to them. So we did this like drama and improv like a scope, thing. Yeah. And then they saw, and then she came like this, all happy. Like how y'all are all happy about the life. And they're like, the mother said, child, please. The father said, girl. And the girlfriend said, you, why are you doing all that? I'm not changing my lifestyle. All the attitudes of, of the family mm, yes. and the friends and all that. So Omega is really, uh, to me, an offshoot of Woodstock, the, the, the founders. Mm, yes. Right? That makes sense. Right? Uh-huh. So they, they started to come into this work. I started seeing other people come to this workshop. And they would just come out of nowhere. Like I'm like, okay, keep going. <laughs> like, all right. And at the end, they said, we want you to become a part. We want you to be um, on, our, on our team. I said, this is from that drama that you want me to be a part? Okay. So when I realized, they, they said, oh, you, you, you're one of the hippies from back then. I said, I'm a hippie. <laughs> from back in the day, are you kidding? Well, I was the one who was doing yoga then. Mm. And, you know, vegetarian life. But I also learned that's African natural lifestyle. When I yes. started to really research and study that everything that is new age is actually African natural lifestyle. We've been there and done that, but we forgot. We didn't know. We didn't know where it came from. So that was what Sacred Woman did for me. It pulled out the research of things, how things began. Reiki, African natural lifestyle, start with two women, Austin Nebbett Head, sister to sister. Hydrotherapy, a healing bath mm. that would be a city block. Hyd- uh, aromatherapy, using oils to elevate mm. the spiritual consciousness. Sun. So when mm-hmm. I realized that it was all of that, so when they called me a hippie, I said, well, it's, Af- it's actually African natural lifestyle. But, but see, the, what I'm about to go to, and y'all are coming with me, that I'm going to live that vision. Out. So I think I'm living yeah. out all my visions now. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I had to be patient. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> then, now you got Woodstock, you're leading it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be dancing at Woodstock. I cannot wait. <laughs> we will. I could talk to you forever and ever. Oh, I'm so grateful you came. So much. Thank this you. has been such thank a pleasure you. and a delight. And we're so grateful to know you and mm-hmm. to support you in however way that we can. So thank you for coming today. Mm-hmm. Um, where can our audience find you and connect with you? What can they look forward to seeing and finding from you? Actually, yesterday we did my training, womb yoga dance. Mm. I teach people how to become practitioners of a system that I've developed. It's 108, well, 69 womb yoga poses and 39 dance movements. Wow. Which I'm going to do those 39 with the whole audience. They're going to be able to do it. And, and so that's one of the works that I do. So they, I teach the yoginis. And then I have womb care love, mother-daughter, and my daughter came with the concept, my body, my womb. So we do that as a social social justice work mm. to save women's wombs, empower them. They don't have to have a hysterectomy. Let's mm. just take care of our wombs ourselves. So you're a physician, but become your own healer, right? And so that's the training. I deal with the blossoms. They blossom to seven blossoms. That's coming up in actually next week. 
they can come and join us. Mm-hmm. And then I do a two-day, just an intro into it. So women want to just put their toe into wound care love and just learn some basic holistic principles. They can join me on that, that quest, on that journey. Amazing. Beautiful. And yeah. you've gifted the world so many books. So please. Yeah, well, yeah I don't want to overwhelm because I could say, uh, oh, but, and I do 21 Day Detox. I know, 21 Day oh, Detox. 21 Day Detox books. books. <laughs> Truly, yes. I'm going to send y'all some gifts. So. Yes, Thank please. you. Know that. Thank what do you, you want? Do you want you. Wound Care Love, our detox kid? Or do you want our 21-day detox? Program? I want 21-day. I, I know. I think you I'm want like down for t- I'm very inspired. I'm down to do a 21-day. You want to do 21-day? Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. Baby. And, then, and we can cover it. Yeah, we can oh, do it together. Yeah. Oh, that would be... I would love to do it. Done. Your package is being made now as we speak. I cannot wait. I'm going to blast yes. off. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to be like... <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> You're going to do it? Yes. And you have your report cards? Yes. And I'm going to do an energy reading on you. Beautiful. Somehow, yes, before please. we begin, I could do it from oh, a distance. W- that would be great. I can do it ready before and after. I cannot before wait. and after, and see where your elements need a little sprucing up, tuning up. Okay, yeah. done. I can't wait. And then you boom, boom, and it's twenty-one days, victorious. I would energy love. reading and yes. <laughs> Okay, all right, guys, we love you so much. Thank you for being a part of our community. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much, Queen. That was such a beautiful conversation. Again, that was Queen Afua on Almost 30. Yeah, we love you so, so much. And for our sponsors today, thank you. Uh, We bring you brands. If you're new to the show, we are master vetters. We make sure to bring you brands that we love and use ourselves. You can find all discount information, especially for you Almost 30 listeners in the show notes, as well as on almost30.com. We will see you every single week with new episodes. Make sure you're subscribed. Thank you for your support and we'll see you next time. We'll see you soon. Love you.